You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Horn Frogs Daily TCU Podcast. Stephen Simcox here with you and special treat today. Uh, Chris Gross is with me. Chris is a good friend of mine, first of all, uh, and a good dude. We go back to TCU days together. We did a show on KTCU called the Riff Ram Sports Show for a couple of years. And Chris has now uh, moved on to bigger and better things. He is a producer and managing partner at Frito Nation Productions. Chris, how are you doing today, man? I'm good. And you're right, Stephen. I like to think that um, I really was the platform to push you into your stardom that you are in now with your radio career and locked on Horn Frogs. That's true. It all started with uh, growth sports. That was that was the key that unlocked everything. If if you seriously, though, if you listen to us on KTCU, tweet at us, please, because I'd love to like hear your impressions of what that show was. We had a lot of fun with it. I don't know if how many other people enjoyed it, but our parents loved it. Yes, I think everybody else probably thought it was terrible. <laughs> well, 88.7. We, uh, we love it. We, we were alums of it, so we'll, we'll try to make Russell Scott proud today. Um, we're talking TCU athletics and sort of wanted to go off the beaten path a little bit. We're going to do some power rankings. I wish I had some cool radio imaging that said power rankings and had some nice sound effects. Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to power rank the TCU coaches Twitter accounts. Now we're only going to do a top five and I hope I didn't miss anybody. I, I tried to find the coaches of every sport and peruse their Twitter accounts. Um, TCU rifle coach only like 46 followers. Let's, let's pick that up. Come on. You're like the most successful program at the school. Work harder on your social media presence. Uh, but Chris, number five, who is your number five TCU coach on Twitter? Okay, so Stephen, I'm going to give it to Eric Bell, our, mm. the soccer coach at TCU. And he's got like the classic, here's the one thing I realized about TCU head coaches. I did the same thing to you. I think I scrolled through everybody's. They are really big on like retweeting their sport accounts and like the TCU yes. athletic accounts. So Eric Bell is like classic college head coach. Uh, but I'm giving Eric an honorary spot on this list because of what his Twitter account used to be. Like if we go back seven years ago to what his account was, he would always tweet like inspirational quotes and like maybe Bible verses. I can't remember exactly. Um, but it was such an interesting account that Stephen, you and I played a game on, on the Riff Ram Sports Show back on, on KTCU where I would read you a tweet and you had to tell me if it was from Eric Bell or from some random inspirational Twitter account. <laughs> so um, I think back to the old Eric Bell, um, at Coach Eric Bell days. Um, so it's still good now. Like I think, I think it's still a quality account, but I wanted to give him an honorary spot in my top five. Okay, I like that. Uh, shout out to Coach EB, good dude. Did some radio with us back in the day. I'm going to go uh, at five. I'm going to go with Jill Kramer, TCU volleyball coach. And she's similar to Eric Bell and most of the coaches, as you said, a lot of retweeting their own accounts, retweeting um, different sport accounts, showing support to other athletes, which I like. I'll give Jill the edge over some of the other more generic TCU coach Twitter accounts, though, because of her use of emojis. <laughs> she's really good at using like hearts with different colors and like the strong pumping iron emoji. And I just think that's a, that gives a little more flavor than just your typical 
go frogs or awesome with an exclamation point. So Jill stands at, at number five for me. Um, er, er, Chris, where are you going to go at, at number four? On our so I, I will say I have Jill in my top five. Oh, good. And I have done, you know, like saber metrics, advanced stats, right? Well, I've got the emoji metrics for Jill Kramer, and I'll get to that <laughs> when I get to get to her on my list. So number four, and one other thing I realized too is, you know, you you and I have been been graduated here for five six years, and what I've been amazed at is how many of the coaches are still there that that yeah. were there when we were in high school. So I, I learned a couple of those here while I was doing some research. So number four for me is. Dave Roditi, the mm -hmm. men's tennis coach at Roditi TCU Tennis. So obviously he makes a good first impression. Like when you first come to his page, his profile picture is of him wearing a cowboy hat, getting a Gatorade bath. Yeah. So like you, you kind of know what you're in for. Like you mentioned, classic college head coach stuff, retweeting. But I got back to July and he's just like randomly tweeting promotional material trying to get people to visit what I can only make out to be like a pop-up boutique somewhere in Fort Worth so it seems very out of character but I, I did I got like a good belly laugh out of it like a legitimate laugh out loud so Dave Roditi landing at number four in my in my power rankings okay I like that Roditi's in my top five as well um so number four and honestly this is more of a punishment for what his account used to be. And I'm gonna go with the man who was a statue on campus, Gary Patterson. And Gary's account back in the day, back when we were in college, was amazing. When he first opened a Twitter account, if you remember, he was big on retweeting Google Earth pics. Yes. And back then, quote tweets didn't really look that clean. You had to like, there was like a RT, and then at the account and the tweet, and then you added your own input. And Gary was great at, like, it would be a picture of a lion, like, eating an antelope. And he'd say, now that's a form tackle, <laughs> exclamation point. And he had all these great, you know, um, captions. And he, he started, it got popular. Like, it became a bit. But instead of leaning into the bit, like a lot of people do on social media, he backed away and got yeah. a lot more generic. And now, aside from the, like, I'll give him credit for the occasional clap back. Sometimes Gary will get a little, a little squirrely on you, and he'll see a recruiting reporter say something he doesn't like, and he'll respond. But really the only flavor he brings to his account now is his weekly tweet, calling all frogs, it's time. And I still don't really know what that means. <laughs> like, I don't know if we're supposed to give a symbol or like what, but he yeah. tweets that, and that's a big deal. Um and, you know, his music is, is nice as well. But overall, it's a pretty vanilla Twitter account. And I just, I wish he would have embraced the original personality of, of the Google Earth picks. Dude, I totally forgot when I was putting this together. I had forgotten about how good he used to be on Twitter. Like the old Twitter days. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. Gary also uh, apparently proficient in the DMs from time to time. But <laughs> nothing inappropriate, just... He'll yes. somebody, you know? My conversation with Chris will continue in a moment, but first I need to tell you about Coors Light. I talk about it every day. And what are you going to drink tomorrow when you're watching TCU and Law Tech when they kick off at 6 p.m.? Why don't you try a cold Coors Light? It's cold lagered. It's cold brewed. It's literally the beer and the beverage that's made to chill. Coors Light understands that you don't get much time to yourself, right? And, and watching sports on the weekends is some of that precious time where you can relax, 
uh, hit reset, unwind, and you should try to grab a cold Coors Light. It's the one I choose when I want to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. You can actually get Coors Light sent straight to your door. If right now you're a little uncomfortable getting out, don't really want to get out and about if you don't have to, why don't you try this? Go to get.coorslight.com, and you can get it sent straight to your house. Again, that's get.coorslight.com. Get Coors Light sent straight to you. Please always remember to celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Okay, Stephen, so number three, Jill Kramer. And mm. I have Jill Kramer because you're right. Her emoji game is absolutely on fleek, like absolutely. <laughs> So here's your emoji metrics. In her last six tweets, she has used 10 different emojis <laughs> and a picture of, you know how like on your iPhone, when you talk, it will turn you into like an animal and you can mm. like record the video and send it. Yep. So she just has a picture of that where she's the unicorn and it's got like stars on its eyes. So we had that combined with the emojis. Um, and that's why I have Jill Kramer, just because, simply for the emoji game. I think she's way, way more in touch with the millennials than I think any of our other TCU coaches. That's good. I like that. Um, number three, I'm going to go Reagan Peebley, TCU women's basketball. And Reagan, she's, she's good for a Bible verse as well. I appreciate that as a man of faith, as I know you are too. I, I like seeing that. Um, she's, and she's just got, like, she's also really supportive and encouraging of the, the teams. but she just has a more unique way of doing it. She calls her team the knot, which I like, like join our knot, you know, we're together with the knot. And I find that intriguing. It's hip. It's hip. And she just has a really cool story as well. Battle adversity. I had surgery in this off season, remove a brain tumor, like let us into that a little bit. So I love the personality. She'll, she'll share with you when she's disappointed. Like last year when the tournament got canceled, she was very candid about, how disappointing that was for her and her team. So I'm going to go Reagan Peebly for the truth-telling aspect. That's not your typical just coach speak. She'll she'll get into the emotions there, and I really appreciate that from her. So I've realized, Stephen, I think we have the same top five. They are just, just in, in randomized order. order. Yeah. Uh, so my number two, I've got Gary Patterson here in number two. And the reason I'm going with number two is because I think you can be a non-TCU fan and follow him and still get enjoyment. So that's why I've got Gary okay. at number two. You're right. The random calling all frogs, it's time <laughs> tweets. My favorite part about this is that they just pop up at random times. Like, like I looked at when he had been tweeting them over the past couple months. We, this week it was at 940. Uh, November 13th, 1033 AM. November 5th, 614 PM. And then we had a real late night tweet. Like, I hope he was up, uh, watching film like preparing a game plan and not you know like up late like binge watching the mandalorian or something but eleven forty-seven p.m on october 5th as we had our, our calling all frogs tweets and he'll just like randomly he'll randomly tweet lyrics from his own song <laughs> at, at, at times which which i really appreciate um he did that on thanksgiving as part of his thanksgiving wishes he did it said and take a step back um which mm -hmm. i think is great and i don't know if i should get into this steven um so feel free to delete this if you don't think this is this is content for your for your podcast but he will dm you back That's um right. so i i responded to one of his calling all frogs tweets <laughs> one time and i dm'd him saying i am answering the call and he <laughs> responded with frog emoji the 100 emoji the football emoji and the guitar emoji 
Like that was it. It was just emojis. So you were right. Gary's DM game is it's active and it's, it's going. Um, I, I, the sad part is none of the TCU coaches currently are like big meme guys. Mm. Like nobody is sharing memes or retweeting memes or anything. But I think if any of the TCU coaches were to do it, it would be Gary who would be sharing the memes and stuff. Yeah, I think so as well. And that's a great DM. I'm glad you guys had that interaction. Uh, one time Gary DM'd one of our friends a very poignant question after he <laughs> had some questions about how a game played out. But it was fair. I mean, Andy was asking questions and Gary asked yeah. him back. Um, that did worry me a little bit because Gary was like up at three o'clock the <laughs> night after I believe what was a night game and was yeah. just DMing students. But hey, it's his account. He can do with it as he wants. Small school, man. That's what you love about it. It's the community. You really feel like a person, not a number. Thank you. I feel like I, I know Gary. I feel like I have his phone number. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a good number, too. I'm going to go, and actually, I will admit this. You changed my one and two with your explanation of this person. I'm going to go <laughs> David Roditi at number two. And here's the thing about Roditi. I went to his account today, and I was expecting some greatness because – you mentioned the cowboy hat, and that's one thing about Dave. He'll wear a hat on you. Yes. Usually it's fun because it's after a win, a match win. He'll put the hat on, and he'll go out and interview somebody or get interviewed, and he gives great answers. But I looked at his account today, and it's pretty generic. I did not get all the way back to the boutique time <laughs> that, you, yeah. that you looked at. I wish I would have, but I think – Dave's got a good account, and maybe in the spring when, when tennis is more in full swing, we'll get some more personality from him. But I really like Dave Roditi's potential on Twitter. I'll have uh, one more segment with Chris coming up in a moment. But before we do that, let me tell you about Built Go. Built Go is this really cool uh, energy solution, and it's brought to you by the same people that make Built Bars. And I tell you about Built Bars frequently. It's the most delicious protein bar on the market. Well, the same people that do that make this one-and-a-half-ounce energy solution called Built Go, and it's the perfect thing to get you through the day. If you're somebody that hits that afternoon wall like most of us do, try Built Go. It comes in some delicious flavors, um, and it also is really convenient to, to work around and walk around with. You can put it in your gym bag. You can put it in your work bag. It's small, uh, it's convenient, and it has all natural ingredients. It's sort of like five-hour energy, but it's good for you. It has some protein um, combined with all natural ingredients that help you get through that day. So if you go to BuiltGo.com and use the promo code LOCKED, you can get 20% off your next order. Again, that's BuiltGo.com, promo code LOCKED, 20% off your next order. Let's go. Okay, here's my number one. Are you ready for my number one? I am. And I think I kind of already spoiled it because I said, I believe we have the same top five and it's Reagan Peebley. Mm. And um, the one thing I realized when really digging through this, I don't think I've ever realized before this before, it almost seems like TCU has rules with what their coaches can and can't share because right. I realized there was not a lot of opinions or, you know, just like when you and I will get on and just tweet about random stuff, there really wasn't any of that. Mm. Um, so I, I almost wonder if there's like some rules from the athletics administration that they can't get to, you know, out there with their tweets. Um, but Peebly does the best job of it with getting out there and kind of opinionizing. Um, 
she's pretty open and vulnerable though, you know, as yeah. you mentioned. And, and that's something I like about it. And some people may have her lower than that because of that, but I like her openness. She talks a lot about her faith. Um, and she's actually retweeted um, in the past couple of months, you know, some social, some social justice stuff, mm. um, which I like as well. And I think what just put the cherry on top for me as I was considering her was she tweeted a clip from Ted Lasso, which I don't mm. know what that show is, but I think it stars Jason Sudeikis. It does. And I, it's a, I think it's a, it's a comedy, isn't it? Yes, it is. So Reagan Peebly sharing a clip from Ted Lasso is definitely the most, I think, bizarre tweet that I saw while looking through these accounts over the past couple of days. And that pushed her over the top to be my favorite TCU coach Twitter account. Okay, so slight difference in our top five. I actually had Eric Bell just outside the top five. Now, I love his cartoon hobby. He's got like yes. a little bitmoji, like cartoon person as his profile picture. But I think I just went in there with higher expectations for Coach E.B. Yeah. And I appreciate that he supports his players, but it's mainly just, you know, retweeting their accomplishments. Number one, I'm going to go, and I didn't expect this when I started looking, but Jim Sloshnagel, sneaky good Twitter account. And he really put it over the top today when he tweeted um, a story about how baseball is not going to be in the Olympics in 2024. <laughs> and he said, I'm done with the Olympics, break dancing instead of baseball, and then three angry face emojis. And Jim, sort of like Reagan, will share his opinion on stuff. He's pretty open. Um, uh, he, he'll occasionally – retweet stuff about his kids or uh, some country singer that he saw at Billy Bob's, which is great. Yeah. But he's, he's always it, some in season. He'll get a little too reliant on John Gordon, who is some sort of like mental sports psychology coach that I think TC baseball probably uses. But for the most part, Jim will be a candid, a candid guy on Twitter. And I need to say this list, let's call this the Trent Johnson TCU Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Because if you missed Trenton Johnson on Twitter, it was amazing. He used to he would start every tweet with at TCU basketball. I don't know why. I don't know if he thought TCU basketball needed to approve it or if they just need to see his thoughts. <laughs> but it would just be like at TCU basketball, watching Oklahoma City Thunder and Golden State Warriors in the man cave. Man, that's that another that's another good account that I forgot. So you're right. Schlossnagel just outside the top five in, in my honorary Trent Johnson power rankings here. And the thing I do like about Schlossnagel and um, if, if not for Eric Bell's, you know, in memoriam from seven years ago, his, his fire tweets from that long ago, Schlossnagel would have been my number five because he does like to flex on you. Like he'll tweet pictures with Chris Harrison um, you know, some country singers that he knows, even, you know, like some, some pretty pom prominent pastors, like he'll tweet pictures with those guys. He's, he's not afraid to flex on you, you know, with his, with the people he knows. And since you brought up Trent Johnson, can I give you just real quickly, who is my least favorite coach's yeah. Twitter account? By far, by far, it's Jamie Dixon has the <laughs> worst one. And it's without question. He follows zero people. So you know that he doesn't care. Um, and he only logs on, it looks like once a month and it's either to give attention to the TCU frog army, or he's just retweeting the NABC, which he's president of. So I imagine that he's got some kind of hand in putting these statements together. Um, so on our list, Jamie Dixon, all the way at the bottom, all the way. 
Yes. Jamie, I appreciate that you get us in the NIT consistently, <laughs> but this year doesn't look great so far. And if we're going to be bad, you can at least do some more work on Twitter like our man Trent Johnson did. Trent was good for a sweater vest, and he was good for some funny tweets. Unintentionally, I think. But he was he was definitely running that Twitter account. There was nobody else. That had we've, had no, we've had no good student giveaways in the Jamie Dixon era like we did with the Trent Johnson vests. That's true. That contributes to his rankings as well, I think. That was the most attended game. Like, the sweater vest giveaway leaked out a little bit before. Shout out to Alex Apple. <laughs> and – that was the, the that was a full student section that day. It was like the second half of that game where we upset Kansas. It was amazing. They had right. to get students in the door somehow back then, Stephen. You just got to right. remember that. People, yeah, people, shockingly, people didn't want to watch us lose by 20 to Oklahoma and then the next day by, by 25 to Texas. It was, not, it was not fun times in the old DMC, run DMC. Um, thank you, Chris. We appreciate this. If you have thoughts on this list, you can tweet at us. I'm at Simcox Steven. Uh, the show Twitter account is at Locked On TCU. Chris Gross, producer and managing partner of Free Donation Productions. Chris, I appreciate your time today, man. Thanks, Steven, for having me. I appreciate it. That is my good friend, Chris Gross, on today's Locked On Horn Frogs podcast. Had fun with him um, ranking the TCU coaches' Twitter accounts. Don't forget, tomorrow, TCU football versus Law Tech at 6 p.m. We'll also, on Monday, re- recap some uh, TCU basketball action that's going on this weekend as well. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a good weekend. Go Frogs. This has been Locked On Horn Frogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.